recap. What else been going on for the two of you? Okay. Well, we are three intrepid, magically adjacent people. And this all started when we were whisked to the North Pole to help Mrs. Claus wrangle Santa. We've gone a bit feral. Just a little. Just a little, but we were bamboozled, and that was not Mrs. Claus. It was some kind of trickster spirit. And my character, Miss Stax, was tricked into becoming the new Mrs. Claus and is currently still technically holding that position. And in the meantime, we <laughs> ran into some trouble in a small town where everyone was feeling very aggro all the time. And we discovered that basically the lovey-dovey, positive Cupid energy that was supposed to naturally be coming out of the lake near the town had been corrupted and was making everyone big mad. Big mad. Big mad. And we defeated a kind of swampy forest spirit that had been trapped there and, air quotes, saved the town. So I'll say it's probably been about a month ish since the incident in West Cook, Minnesota. And what have the two of you been up to? Well, Stax did kind of return to the Sweepers local headquarters because we didn't kill the Swamp Forest Spirit. We did kind of explode it, but it could be reconstituted. We healed its heart. So Stax kind of was part of the crew that was relocating that creature back down to Florida, where it should be, and against her usual nature, kind of enjoyed being out in nature and away from the snow and the Christmas lights and just kind of out in the Florida swamp trying to get this creature to go into its new habitat. But then there was a lot of paperwork, which Stax loves, so that was also great for her. <laughs> so all in all, with the Christmas symptoms kind of fading and it kind of getting more and more closer to spring, she's feeling pretty good. Yeah, and the sleepers are making good progress on figuring out how to transfer that. They're just, it's something you kind of got to be careful with to make sure you do it right so there's yeah. not other weird side effects. Yeah. So they're, they're double checking things, but they think by the summer they should have something figured out. Yeah, because Stax doesn't want to, like, turn into snow or candy or anything like that. Also, I don't know if you want to inflict what you've been through the past couple of months on anyone else. No, no, no one, I, probably, like, a last option, but they would, that would take forever to vet someone that likes Christmas that much. Yeah. That was a lot. And Enoch, what have you been up to? Okay, so Enoch, it's been kind of a blur for him. Since he saw that wandering spirit, he, he's been confused. And so he got told he was going on a mission to fight something called the Boogeyman. And like when he was there, like he just remembers the creature going, bah, bah, just running around him and doing that. And then at one point, Enoch put him into a pile driver and put him through the floor. He goes, all right, you can clean that up. <laughs> 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 like, like, literally, because he, he just remembers her face, and then the thing's just, Wah! How dare you disturb me? Smash! Oh, so that crush hasn't gone anywhere, has it? It's still there. 
Oh, it, it's all that's been occupying Enoch. And he's been, he, he's, he, he's been working out more. And he's been learning how to go to high society. Just imagine this monstrous, gargantuan revenant learning how to do wearing a tux and stuff. He's been learning how to ballroom dance. That's precious. That's adorable, also really entertaining to think of Enoch learning how to dance with just a normal person. He, he saw Beauty and the Beast and he was like, I'm doing this. Uh, he has, he, let's just say he scared he scared agreed some of the sweepers to join him on this mission. <laughs> You'll help me. Okay. I love okay. that. <laughs> but yeah, that's been Enoch's time. It Yeah. And Alric kind of dropped off the radar a little bit. There were some ramifications. There are a lot of questions you'll have about how the magical society he is a part of works but some of the people at the head sort of picture kind of like a wizard's council took note of he was starting to do something and then when it started to fail he tapped into something it can be dangerous and tricky so he kind of got hauled in for questioning to make sure that he you gotta be careful with that kind of stuff. And it turns out there were some unexpected ramifications of that. And it's one of those things where if he can fix it, it's okay. Like, they'll let him off. Except there's a couple people in there who just don't like him, old grudges and all of that. So they're coming up with a lot of political BS to make it so he can't actually go out and fix it. So, a couple days ago, he reached out to the both of you, <laughs> explaining the situation of apparently his tapping into luck has woke something up. And now there's been a string of really odd occurrences happening around this casino. And he's supposed to go investigate it. But he's getting caught up in so much red tape, he can't actually go to investigate it. So he's begging the two of you, can you please fix this before I get put in wizard jail? He's under house arrest. <laughs> Basically. Enoch, when he hears this, he just gets the devilish, evil, Grinch smile, and he's just, You have to teach me how to bake. <laughs> so Hawthorne now has to teach Enoch how to bake. That'll be entertaining when we get to that. <laughs> he has an adorable little heart's apron that does not even fit him. The apron is the size of a normal person would wear, but the string is just like, the strings are just really long. Very exactly, long. exactly. It's got like frilly pink lacing on the edges, and Enoch's just, I love it. And this is great for Enoch because he gets to hang out with Stax, and he's just. You know, I haven't gotten in enough shenanigans with Stax, and no. Stax is, does appear to be a lady, so Enoch will ask questions of Stax <laughs> of how to woo. Ostensibly very much a lady. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Enoch is still, the jury's still out for that one for Enoch. <laughs> really? You're, you're 
so powerful and commanding. Okay. Um, how do I ask someone out? What is dating? And do you bring the flowers? And Enoch has ripped an entire bush from a ground. I just picture this as like the two of you in a sleeper's bed <laughs> on the <laughs> <of> the casino. <laughs> Stax is driving the van and the passenger seat conspicuously empty of where Hawthorne should be and the whole back of the truck is just Enoch asking questions. And he has like little tiny bispeckled glasses on. <laughs> like, they'd be normal for <laughs> someone else, but they're just super tiny on Enoch and he has a little tiny little notebook that he's taking notes in. Yes, you're so wise. I will add that some of the magical side effects of being technically Mrs. Claus have stuck around, like the hospitality, so while Enoch would normally be scrunched in the back of the van, it's like the back of the van is adjusted in size to fit him more comfortably. Yeah. Without actually changing the outward size of the van. No. Yeah, we're gonna be I'm gonna be working with you a lot more now. Yes, I am happy to help any way I can. And while I'm saying this, I'm like one-handed texting Hawthorne and I'm like, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> like all caps. <laughs> Does one have to hunt a chocolate bunny to get the chocolate bunny? Or do you hunt down a monstrous chocolate beast to get the chocolate hearts? Well, chocolate bunny's a different holiday. <laughs> So if you are interested in someone, it is best to learn what their interests are in return. And with someone like, wait, pause. Have you, have you specified, like, have you said who you have a crush on? This is when Enoch's gonna drop it. It's the one that made me look like a fool. She, she, it, it, she's on my mind. Brakes squeal. Yeah, like I hit the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Enoch just like tumbles over a little bit. <laughs> what? What did we, did we hit something? No, no, no. It's fine. I just you know, I wasn't wasn't thinking it was the uh, trickster spirit who, who made uh, fools of all of us. But uh, she was rather formidable, so I can see the appeal. She's so smart. She is smart. Ugh. But yes. <laughs> you know, Enoch, you're... And I'm kind of looking at him in the rearview mirror, and I'm like, you're a... You're a... Impressive... Figure. You've... You've got... Powers... That you use... To... To... With high... High... Uh, efficiency of success sometimes so you know you don't need to be worried you just need to be yourself I guess I... with a mighty slam of the notebook he's just your words are wise I must punch my way into her heart and you know just start shadow boxing and Stax is like yeah yeah sure <laughs> believe in yourself man it's not like I haven't been on a date in nine years I read in a magazine that when you have what is called friends, you go on 
practice dates. We can go to what they call the movies, and I will fight the monster in the street, and you will cheer for me. Because you are. Listeners, I wish you could see my actual face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was laughing at more than what he was saying. Just, just the absurdity of going to a movie with Enoch when Stax doesn't go to the movies and to even to go with Enoch, who is a large monster gentleman. <laughs> And just just blinking at that that whole visualization and stacks just like he, he will figure something out. I I have every streaming service. We'll we can do a practice practice movie even. Yes, you are what we call what I call a chum, a friend. We will eat the poppycorn. Yes, we will. Do you like popcorn? And then you can also do a friend date with Hawthorne. This is genius. Yes, yes. I will take him to what is called the restaurant. Yes, he would love that. I will wear my fancy suit. <laughs> Texting Hawthorne like, hope you like Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> my question is like, can Enoch change his appearance or does Enoch always look like Enoch? Enoch always looks like Enoch. It's what makes this so much better. It really does. He called it a massive favor. His fancy suit literally is the suit from Beauty and the Beast that Beast wore during the Paul dancing <laughs> scene. So just imagine that with someone wearing oh. a Tengu mask. Oh, goodness. <laughs> this is going to be the best. The Cupid mask. Yeah, that was. <laughs> At least the Cupid mask is gone. Oh, no. Now it's a leprechaun. <laughs> I think we're driving, and Stax is also like, you know, people go bowling, or they go walking in the park, or they get coffee. You know, there's lots of options people do together. Enoch is back to writing notes furiously. The bowling. Where do I get the bowls? And what do we do with the bowls? I must find out later. Um, walking seems redundant. Do I fight a monster in the park? What, what do I do there? Um, uh, and what is ice cream? It scares me. Don't be scared of ice cream. It's it's very good. It confuses me. The last time someone bought me a cone, I licked it and I dropped it and I and I stayed hit behind a couch. Oh, Enoch. <laughs> He's got some things to learn. Yeah, and walking's just you know you get to spend time together. It's nice. And I think they're just driving and, and Stax is doing this bare bones job of explaining what dating is. <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh, I'm loving all of this. So is there any sort of preparation research that you're going to try to do or as you're driving? Or... What information did we get from Hawthorne? Did we actually get any extra information besides it being a creature that was caused by his luck? Someone give me an investigate a mystery roll and I'll, that'll determine what questions you get. So for whoever wants to investigate the mystery and then whoever wants to help out. I actually rolled a nine. 
for investigating or helping out? For investigating. Yes, because I got snake eyes for a three. So I oh. think I think stacks is just like Yeah, so it's been like eight, nine years and whatever. She said she'd call me and then she didn't, but like no, it's not a big deal. Like that's what's going that's what oh, Stacks no. is going through right now. <laughs> Enoch feels horrible. He like No, 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 you're not privy to this. You're you're in your own zone. That's inside of Stack's head. You... Okay, I was gonna say if Enoch heard that he would feel horrible. It's like I will learn to shut up. <laughs> okay, so I'm seven to nine, fold one. Okay. What happened here? What's going on or what did Hawthorne do that led to this? The latter. What did specifically did Hawthorne do that led to this? Because that might be able to give us some kind of idea about what potentially came from that decision. And then maybe that could give us a hint on how to send it back. So, from what he was able to gather, it was when he tapped into basically the magic of luck when he changed the fate and changed his luck in that moment, that sent out a ripple effect. And this isn't something that happens often. It's kind of like a one in a million chance thing that it will cause something to happen. But with the strange things that have been happening around these very powerful creatures and ideas the past couple of months, I think that is also what led to when he tapped into luck that woke up the creature that is tied strongly to luck whether in lore or in popular culture oh boy 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 and now it's wreaking havoc and he's been given a deadline to get it solved by the end of the day tomorrow that last detail is what makes Enoch just like a vein bulge on his forehead. You really couldn't tell us this earlier. It's not like they told him anything until recently. He's been basically being debriefed for the past couple of weeks and then tied up and red taped by people who don't like him for one reason or another. They've basically been just an inch away from interrogating him this whole time. Yeah, there's just one to two, maybe like three people in key positions who are red taping him so much that he can't get out to do anything. They're just being petty and trying to sabotage him, probably because they're jealous. I think Enoch was banned from going with Hawthorne ever to this magic council because last time he sat in one of these meetings, Enoch got bored and upset, picked up the person in charge and put him in a trash can. And asked Hawthorne, can they leave? Yeah. Yeah. That might have been one of the people. <laughs> it's just, oh, I, I, I don't like this person and he's yelling at you. All right, Hawthorne, I took out the trash, let's leave. So there will be some creature manipulating luck in this area. And it was sleeping. Hmm. I have a limited time to stop it. And also keep in mind, you are probably starting to catch on to a lot of strange things tend to be happening around certain holidays. And to set the scene, it's March 16th. Enoch perks up, because then that means he might get to see her. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's St. Patrick's Day. Enoch just looks and goes, please let it not be snakes. Well, luckily, there should be... If this has anything to do with St. Patrick, there should be a dearth of snakes. So... Ooh. Wait, do, do leprechauns sleep? Leprechauns? And I, I kind of... My brain flicks through all my sweeper knowledge. Is there a role that you can do to see what you would know about leprechauns? I was about to say, let me check. Or do you have a move? Or we could, if you want to retroactively say that you looked up something, if you have a move that you cannot really do in your car. Yeah, I have like tactical genius that lets me just like add sharp Ooh. to rolls. It could be a investigate a mystery because I'm trying to see what I know about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just sort of flipping through all of your knowledge of like things that you've learned. Well, I may not have experienced, but that's an eleven. Very nice. So on ten plus hold two. Okay. So. I know we've got the actual investigative mystery questions, but this is more, what sort of creature is it? What could it be? Because we know it's luck, but there's actually a lot of luck creatures. And it wasn't a Cupid <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so that doesn't mean- No, but it, there was a connection to Cupid. Stacks covering all the bases. It, this could be anything. Are we at the casino yet, or are we just on the way? I picture you're, like, driving to the casino, and it might be one of those ones that's kind of, like, in the middle of nowhere, but it's somewhat centrally located, so people from a lot of mm -hmm. places can come. Yeah, let's go with what can it do, and what could hurt it. Just the broad, if we are facing some kind of luck entity. So, what can it do? From the sweeper's knowledge of luck entity specifically, like using information that you have, like the fact that it was dormant for a while and that it's been causing ruckus in response to something that happened, and also the fact that it's at a casino where a lot of people go to test their luck, it could possibly feed off of and or steal luck. Sounds like a pixie. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. For the what can hurt it, turning the tables, making your own luck, sabotaging its luck, if it can't feed, that could throw it for a loop. These are literally just chaos. Okay, agents. okay. I convey that, and I'm like, we are dealing with another being of chaos it's gonna be probably pretty rowdy depending on what it's decided to do uh, we'll probably see pretty quick what's going on once we get in here Enoch dons his disguise he was given it's a really really large white suit jacket that he rolls the sleeves up it has a pink undershirt and white pants and he put and he puts sunglasses on his leprechaun mask I'm ready. 
probably unsettling and uh, surprisingly intimidating, also confusing. <laughs> to anyone that doesn't know Enoch. Stack steps out of the truck and it's kind of like a nicer fitting suit than she would usually wear. Like a little more tighter fit. And the jacket's like black sequins. Yes. And it's still got the little sweepers pin and the little Santa hat. And the Christmas earrings are down to just red pearls. That's all that's that's left at this point, instead of whole candy canes. Yeah, you're getting control of that. With, with how damn good we're both looking, I, I have to say this, that when we're both walking into the casino, it's like it's slow-low. And Enoch's just, Hawthorne can learn a thing from us. It's a thing called style. <laughs> Hawthorne's at home in like a, a ratty bathrobe. <laughs> like it cuts to Hawthorne. <laughs> He's just in the interrogation room like, come on, I paid that fine already. Enoch and Stacks are getting glasses of champagne. Ding. Oh, yeah. Actually, as you pull up to the casino, the first thing you notice is the parking lot's empty. Oh. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Even better, we do our dramatic walk-in to the cool music we walk in, and then the camera pans around and there's no one in here. <laughs> Enoch is so disappointed. Yeah. Oh. He probably got there a little bit before before they opened, but even then, there should be someone here. It's empty. Enoch immediately turns to Stax and goes, Oh no, we have violated the party protocol. We're the first ones here. Okay. That's that's <laughs> not technically a party foul. Someone has to show up first. The issue is, and I'm glancing, I'm like, I don't even, there's no, there's no hostesses. There's no waiters. There's no, there's no one at the tables. Okay. So, read a bad situation or investigate a mystery? We can do one of each, actually. That's what I was about to say. This sounds like a read a bad situation. Yeah. I'll do an investigate a mystery, then. Okay, I'll read a bad situation. It's only a seven, but it's not bad. Ah! Sadly, that is only a six for me. This is very unsettling. This is really bothering Enoch. Where are the little old ladies gambling? We'll get back to the consequence of that later. Oh no! Oh, no. Cause that was a failure, which my experience. Yeah, I did. And Mrs. Dax, what's your question? Yeah, I would like to know what are the dangers we haven't noticed of this very large empty casino. Aside from the fact that it's a very large empty casino and you're finding a singular creature mm-hmm. in here by yourselves. I'll say as you're looking around, you just catch these signs of what weird accidents that happen, like ceiling tile fell on the table, and then there's like some machines that look like they were fried, and some like stuff that fell over, just freak accidents. Okay. This place has seen its share of bad luck. Yeah. And that might also be what's why no one else is here. Okay. Yay. I even point up, like, the lobby has, like, it should have three chandeliers and one of them's missing. 
Yeah, there's just a shat chandelier shattered on the ground. I notice all these little things that are, you know, awry. And I'm like, things have not been going well for this casino, it seems. Hmm. So, Blackjack? You already beat me. I was gonna say, let's test something. Okay. Head over to the Blackjack table. Enoch surprisingly is a really talented shuffler. He's just <laughs> getting lost into it, doing many different styles. Rolls a card behind, down his arm, behind his neck, and then goes, cut the cards. I cut the cards. What are you all trying to do with this scene? I actually have an idea, actually, believe it or not. Okay. Everything you were describing there, and as Enoch was re being relayed this, he immediately thought in his head, well, let's try out one of the games and see if something bad happens. Because slot machines are blowing up, and obviously uh, something fell on a table. These were from the game, so let's run an experiment. And hell, the worst thing that can happen is I can just push stacks out of the way. That was my idea as well. I'm basically gauging the level of luck in this place. Because we can sit here and dole out a few hands of blackjack, and if it's bad hand, bad hand, bad hand, we can kind of see what's going on. And after this, we can maybe test the slots. We've got some options. Spin the roulette wheel. Stax cuts the deck of cards. She's like, let's see if we can get something's attention here. Enoch nods, and he, this is when he goes into his uh, dealer mode. Come one, come all, gonna, gonna pull out the cards. Are you feeling lucky today, my good lass? Do you want to hit, or do you want to stay? I need at least two cards to start. Enoch gives you two. One is obvious, I guess, I guess we could say, one's an ace. Are you feeling lucky? I am. Enoch busts. Yeah. Roll to manipulate someone, Enoch, Ooh. since you are taking charge of this, so roll plus charm. I love it, yes. Yep, that was a failure. <laughs> What'd you get? I got a five. But this, please let something fall on my head. So, you play a couple of rounds, and Enoch loses every single round. Badly. Hmm. And then, as you're going to shuffle again, Enoch, I'm just starting to get a little frustrated, maybe, because you're like, okay, I'm not that bad at this. The cards slip out of your hand and spray back towards you, and you take a point of harm as they slice across your stomach. Oh. What kind of cards are these? Okay. Just normal playing cards. Does Enoch hear anything? Is there any other voices that we can make out discernibly? Specifically, is there any laughter going on as this happens? Roll plus sharp. See if you hear anything. Thank you. It's because I was just thinking, I was like, okay, they might have activated my trap card. A nine. You faintly hear this little laughing. <laughs> and you can't quite tell where it's coming from, though, but you do hear it. So... Perfect. Um, Stacks, what'd you get? Both well, sharp, 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 sharp. you hear it? Ooh, yeah, I got a 12. I totally hear it. That is awesome. You hear it and you can tell where it's coming from. It sounds like it's... You know how in all the casino heist movies, 
we get to see like back where the bosses keep an eye on everything. The bird's nest, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You immediately peg that's where it's coming from. And I feel like it should be something extra. What's a fun extra thing I could give you? What else? The cards spray everywhere and like, ah, and, and Enoch like cuts himself and I just go like this and catch like the ace. You do. Between my two fingers. You catch it instinctively. Luck might be on your side. And I'm like, Enoch, Enoch, it's okay. It's just a game. And I kind of nod towards the walled off mirrored area that the bird's nest is going to be in. And I say, maybe we should try another game. Enoch nods, ignoring how his awesome pink shirt has been ruined. He's, that little thing's gonna pay. And Enoch, he's doing that thing where he's got his hands behind his back, he's looking at the games, and he's subtly heading towards the bird's nest. He's trying to not make it look too obvious. Yeah, we're kind of moseying that way. Like, if there's a roulette table or something else close, we're trying to get closer, basically. Okay. Act under pressure, both of you. Oh boy. There's a lot riding on you getting this taken care of and getting it taken care of, like, you know, quietly. Oh my god. I mean, oh my goodness. This is the one roll I should have messed up because I have a minus one in cool. I rolled a nine. Well, I rolled a ten, but minus one gives me a nine. I also have a ten. I'm very cool. Under okay. pressure. <laughs> Down on me. But yeah, I think we're just we're just faking this thing out. Trying to move closer without making it obvious that you're moving closer. Never mind, you're literally the only two other living things in here. So with a seven to nine, Enoch is going to get a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Oh boy. Yay! So, Enoch, either this creature's gonna move and you won't notice. Or you will notice it moving, but something bad might happen to Mrs. Stacks. So, Enoch, do you notice as the creature moves or not? Enoch can't do that. He's not gonna notice. He's not going to be responsible for getting Mrs. Stacks harm. That would literally kill him. Aww. He, he, he's not doing that to his friends. That's not how Enoch operates. It's a hard price to pay, but eh, it's worth it. I will say, you both hear the tinkling laughter that seems to be coming from not quite anywhere. It's really soft. It's <laughs> As you move in, what do you do? So I got a 10 on that. So, like, I'm good. Yeah, you played it off, no problem. It wasn't like, oh, they're after me running away. It's just like, I'm gonna move. Yeah. Oh, but you don't know it's moving. Yeah. So I have my ace card, but my other hand is kind of like casually in my jacket, kind of on my gun. And basically, I want to spin the roulette wheel 
and then while it's spinning, because I know the creature's gonna want to affect the outcome, I'm gonna try and see where it is exactly. Okay. I'm trying to pinpoint it. So what do you say? We put it all on black. Spin. I guess rolling to investigate a mystery as you're trying to gather more information. Yes. You know, you may be a little distracted by trying to get the bleeding to stop, because ow. <laughs> yes, that makes... Com- that, 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 yeah. Ow. E- Enoch's pain gasps are not very deep. They're just like a... Ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> well, I got a nine. So, I get one question. Okay. And I'll ask, where did it go? I'll say, as you roll, and just to and have some, you know, random nice rolls to see how things go as well on my end. So, odds or evens? Odds. So, as you spend this time as you're paying attention, your whole job is working around magical creatures, so you, you feel with that energy coming from. It looks like whatever this is has moved from where it was and it's gone to a different part of this casino looks like has moved to around the area where restrooms or where people would go when they need to just sit down and enjoy some quiet because sometimes you need that okay the lounge and you win the spin oh big winner chicken dinner i'm going to disneyland you know just looks and goes i saw that in a video game they called the pub g I like the battle royales. And then the table next to Enoch cracks. <sighs> well, Dak had to pressure Enoch. Yay. This is gonna hurt. I rolled a three. Oh boy. What are you thinking about, Enoch? What's on your mind right now? Oh man. So Enoch has just been thinking more about this walking in the park thing, and he just doesn't get it, and he's just, why can't we walk on a beach? As you're thinking that, you feel this sharp pain in the back of your leg as somehow the table you were standing next to, like, cracked, and, like, the leg broke, and it slid and ran right into the back of your leg for one point of harm. Ooh, ow. Instead of yelping out in pain, Enoch's going to keep his cool... And go, you're, you're really one big dare stick. I'm not mad. I'm just a little disappointed. Just like throwing that little. Um, Sax, play again. <laughs> and Sax, you saw that. You saw it. <laughs> there was no logical explanation for how or why that happened. Yeah, I saw that. Ah, oh, Lux just not with you tonight. I don't want to test mine too much. Maybe we should go to the lounge. For a drink. You're right. I'm a little peckish. And one thing. <laughs> yeah, Enoch is just doing his best to just... He, he takes a step, stumble, step, stumble. This is so embarrassing. I hope she's not here. So we get to the lounge... And this is basically, this is going to be like the final triangulation. I'm, I'm hoping this works. 
Oh, are drinks on you or me? Let's flip a coin. Enoch just begrudgingly goes, Oh, okay. Something's gonna fall out, fly out and hit me then, I know it. So, once again, stacks, odds are evens as you flip the coin. Odds. It was evens. So as you flip this coin, it just completely misses your hand. You fumble it like it's not that hard to catch no. a quarter. You totally fumble it and it just rolls off and goes like under a little like vending machine that they have. Huh. And you get the feeling that maybe your luck has changed. Although you don't know if Enox is any better right now. Okay, and last time I'm trying to spot this thing. No, that's a four. <laughs> I think I just missed it so dramatically, like like I tried to catch it, and I and and Stax is so on point and dexterous. She doesn't that doesn't happen to her like ever. <laughs> Drop things. Also, does Stax wear glasses? I don't know. She wears sunglasses, but she can wear glasses. Glasses are cool. I see her having like those prescription lenses that get darker. Transition lenses. Exactly. I'm gonna say, Stax, as you were fumbling to catch these things, like glasses just slip off your face and both lenses crack. Oh. All right. You can't catch me. You can't catch me. <laughs> uh, okay, we definitely heard that, right? Gracious. Yeah. Did I hear where that was coming? It sounded like it was moving away. <laughs> okay, okay, enough of this. All right, let's go. This is, we've, let's go. These are prescription. Yeah. So what are you all going to do? Chase it. Enoch is gonna go to flank though. He's not gonna follow behind Stax because that would just be, that, that would be a bad idea. So as Stax goes in one direction, he goes to flank in the opposite. So we can try to kite. Yeah, if it's going in a straight line and we could hear it, we're kind of trying to corral it. We try to kite it to meet us in the middle. Yep. As you're trying to corral it, you can hear the voice. Oh, I haven't had this much fun in ages. This is so much fun, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you are going straight back to sleep. Roll to manipulate someone. Oh, I should have shut up. <laughs> oh no, that was gonna happen anyway, but because no. you were trying to corral it. Oh, thank goodness that well, that's a mixed success. I got an eight. Okay, and I see stacks. Oh uh, no, that's a six for me. The creature shines away from. Enoch. I think, Enoch, you might actually get a glimpse of it for a second as it's trying to get away from you, but it is not going to go in the direction Stax is currently hurting it. And while it doesn't exactly look like the Lucky Charms Leprechaun, this creature looks like it is definitely the inspiration for the Leprechaun mythology, at least when it comes to, like, the very commercialized Leprechauns. Kind of looks vaguely like a demented Lucky Charms man. <laughs> He's just like, eh! And shies away from you. He is very conflicted because he thinks it's adorable and he wants to put it on his mantle with his stuffed animals. So now he's just chasing with his arms stretched out going, 
Come here. You're gonna be my new best friend. What do you try and do as you get close to it? As you're just chasing it, Enoch. He picks up a table and goes to throw the table in front of it. To make it kind of get stopped in its tracks. Chips and cards fly everywhere. I don't know what to roll for that aside from Kexamas and the stacks. What are you doing? Let him resolve what he's doing first, and then I'll do what I'm gonna do. That's an eight. Okay. So, Enoch, as you throw this table, you see it starting to go in front of this creature, and it looks panicked. But then it just looks over the stacks and smiles, and you feel something shift in the air. As Mrs. Stacks, it uses one of your luck points <gasps> to dodge under the table. You have been listening to Pseudonym Solo Adventures Holiday Brigade, a holiday-themed Monster of the Week adventure featuring Brian from Dungeons & Pop, Morgan from Mind Flayed Mondays, and Jess from Ballad of the Seven Dice. I have been your DM and producer, and if you enjoy this, feel free to check out our other shows over at Pseudonym Social. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and follow us on Twitter at pseudonymsocial. Stay tuned next time to see what happens to the Holiday Brigade. <laughs>